Welcome to Feed Me and Tell Me I'm Pretty, the podcast by two everyday women sharing their health and fitness journey, observations, frustrations, and curated content. Warning number one, there will be cursing and material not meant for children. I mean, it's barely meant for adults. Warning number two, we are not doctors or nutritionists or personal trainers or scientists or gurus. We're just regular folks like you. Always check with your physician before starting any new eating plan or exercise routine or spiritual journey. Let the awkwardness begin. On this episode, we talk about things we use to help reduce our stress levels, raise our endorphins, and in general, just make us feel better. Okay, there may have been some mention of cat videos. We also discuss methods of handling negative or overwhelming emotions, and we only have to use the safe word once. Hey, Hillary. We're talking hey, about <laughs> We are talking about mental health. This is all you, girl, cuz you ain't got none. Oh, obviously cuz I hang out with you. So how could I? Oh, sick burn. burn. Oh. <laughs> I <laughs> might cry. <laughs> if I, I gave a damn. <laughs> yes, we are talking about mental health. And we thought uh, anything withstanding pandemic, uh, you know, just 2020 in general, the world burning every, every few minutes, just catching fire and the dumpster fire that will not extinguish itself. Uh, mental health, it's taken, it's taken a hit lately. Probably just about everybody's mental health has kind of been beat up. So, uh, technically, yeah, you could go out there, you could Google mental health tips and figure out some stuff, but we thought we would talk about some of the things that we have found that, help us get in a good headspace, get some good mental health action going, and then maybe also some trials and tribulations of some stuff that maybe doesn't work so well. (laughs) So uh, how about we alternate there, AJ? I'll start with a tip and I'll throw it back over to you and you throw it back over to me and we'll just... We'll just riff and we'll see how this goes. What do you think? What do you say? This is like racquetball of mental health. Oh, we're not playing racquetball. That's one of the things that doesn't work is me playing racquetball with you. (laughs) Come on. All right. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I would say uh, if I am in a bad space mentally, I've had a bad day, I've had a bad day at work, or I've had a fight with my husband, or something's worrying me. The best thing that I think I have ever found is to go for a walk. I wish that was sexier. I wish that sounded (laughs) cooler. I wish I was a runner and I got a runner's high and I jog, Mm. but that is not me. So I will put on my tennis shoes and I will walk. And there is something, I know that there's like, there's science and shit out there about this, but there's something about just moving along, getting lost in your head, kind of sorting through, working through the stuff. And there's something between the moving of your body and the moving of your mind and your thoughts that seems to really help a ton. So that is in my, I don't know, 20 some plus years of fitness stuff. That was, that was what started me on the path of fitness was walking. And that is something that has always been effective and helpful. So, you know, when they say go for a walk, walk it off, there's some truth in that. What about you, AJ? What do you got for a tip? That's a good one. I like a good walk myself. But my tip is say yes to cat videos. (laughs) (laughs) 
and other I, people saying no to cat videos? <laughs> Assholes. Well, I think, think there's a certain stigma. And I think <gasps> I just wanted to say it's okay to like cat videos or your version of cat videos. I, for instance, not only do I like to watch the doggies and the kitties and things like that, I also like to watch the uh, some videos of minimalists. I have some oh. favorite and I sometimes you'll even turn the sound off, especially if I'm trying to get a project done, turn the sound off and then just see a video on the distance where some very neat woman is making a cup of matcha tea <laughs> and, and putting her journals in order. And that for some reason, oh I find God. that calming. And I am hypnotized right now. That's I, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I am, seriously, I'm not even fucking with you. That sounds awesome. Actually, it is. I'm going to, I will list the ones that I like yes. and you guys will find it too. When you look, just look at these perfectly oh. clean rooms <gasps> and this, like oh. these little teacups that are in, oh have their God. perfect place. It's awesome. So my that's OCD one of my just had a little orgasm. Wow, that sounds oh, awesome. Oh, <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> Alex, just, this is a side mental health tip. I really like making Audrey and AJ uncomfortable. That's that's a good for my mental health. <laughs> I'm so glad that I could I could help you. That's why I was put on this earth sometimes, I think. Just yeah. <laughs> so Thanks. you could have your happy moments at my expense. Thanks for being my supporting supporting cast. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, now it's a good thing that I cannot reach you physically. It's true. Your your free fist would be flying. <clears throat> <laughs> so speaking of reaching you physically, I'll go mm -hmm. again. Uh, one of the things I like to do, and I haven't been able to do it since we uh, have to have the social distancing and quarantine, was um, martial arts. I oh, found yeah. martial arts to be very, not only is it a good workout and you're doing the stretching and the, it, you're releasing those endorphins that come from a good workout, but uh, some of the exercises, the movements, the, the way you flow through them, it's, it's mm -hmm. got a very calming, it's very, well, Zen, it's very Zen effect. Yeah. So. so it's almost, it's kind of like, it's sort of like a, like yoga. It's just the movement and the way that you the way, like you were saying, that you flow through the poses and stuff like that. Exactly. It's very, yeah, it's very calming and everything has to go in a certain order and you have to get it right. So I, I do find that relaxing and de-stressing. Hmm. I could see that. I never thought of that like that before. I guess I think of martial arts as more of a self-defense, but I can see what you're saying, lady. Um, I, uh, let's see. The other thing that I have found... Um, that I don't do as consistently as I should is journaling. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's especially for introverts. If you are an introverted folk uh, like myself and like AJ, um, there is something about putting, we tend not to be very good with the words because if you've listened to this podcast, you oh might have picked goodness. up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the words is not really our forte. <laughs> However, there is something very cathartic to writing and just letting your feelings and your thoughts come out through your fingers and just getting that on the page and just getting it out, um, especially if you're a little bit emotionally constipated like I am. Uh, it's just a good way to get it out there. And one of the things, one of the sites that I really, really love is called 750words.com. And it's supposed to you be- You use that? I use that too. Same, oh, same I do. Same samies. I love that thing. It's used to be called morning pages when people wrote by longhand, which is 
fucking insane. But anyway, they would do three pages. I don't know. It must have been front and back. Yeah, maybe it was just front. I don't know. Longhand, three pages of just writing every single day. Well, thank God for technology. And now we can just type that stuff out. But yeah, the whole goal is to just crank out 750 words of whatevs, yo. Doesn't have to be a Pulitzer. It's just got to get your, so you can do some writing prompts if you want. And they have writing prompts. You can just free throw it out, however it is. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be, nobody's seeing it. It's just yours. You can that's share right. it, but you don't have to. But yeah, that's one that I, I love that one. I've just started that one up again and it is, it's as awesome as I remember. So yeah, that one is cool. And, and some people do poetry out there. Some people do essays and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's highly, highly, um, it, it's a good one. <laughs> again, <laughs> again the words the spoken words <laughs> i need to writing. to look up some english <laughs> and make it my friend <laughs> uh, so i did i had writing and journaling too so that one is one of mine i have a physical journal next to my bed and then i do the 750 words and i uh, find that writing or doodling is something mm -hmm. that helps me either in the moment uh, it helps <laughs> me when I'm on a really long meeting wondering why I'm there <laughs> but also because of my ADD it helps me to concentrate and focus a little bit better as well which there's actually studies to say that which seems weird yeah. you would think that doodling would be counterproductive to listening but it's actually not it actually does for some reason help you focus it so. facilitates it yep it does which is cray cray yo <laughs> and another one that I had was reading I uh, have a selection of uh, books to be read and books that I'm currently reading. And depending on my mood, I might go for a murder mystery or a thriller, or I might go for something calming and soothing, like some women's uh, fiction or literature, or something funny. Uh, I have a few of those that I that I read where they're just a, a laugh a minute, or I read some comics. Those mm -hmm. are always fun. They get, do you do like graphic? Do you do, graf do you do graphic novels and stuff like that too? I wish I was able to do graphic novels. I used to read comics when I was, you know, younger, and then it was it was really weird. It was like as soon as I grew boobs, I could no longer <laughs> read comics. It's like they had no interest for me anymore. I was like, I don't, I don't like it's, this anymore. I don't know why. It's so odd because so many comic book nerds are boobs. So I don't know if there's a correlation. <laughs> yeah. Or... And there are a lot of boobs in some of those, mm -hmm. <laughs> which maybe I found that annoying. It's like, why does the girl hardly have any clothes on? I don't, and the guy is fully dressed with that top hat. This is BS. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anywho, uh, you know, one that I like from when I was speaking of introverted nerds with no friends playing solitaire. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to have this book of like 250 solitaire games and I was religiously going through that book. I was so proud of myself. I'm up to game number 750. This one is called Washington State Romeo or whatever the silly names were. And my mom was just like, what are you doing now? I'm up to book. I'm up to solitaire game type number 78, mom. These are the ones that are from the Pacific Northwest. Oh, I'm doing a Japanese solitaire. Okay, I'm going to stop. But Solitaire, I do find that du it's doula, doula. <laughs> okay, and yeah, our safe word is doula. All right, you have 
I feel like this is out of it. I feel like this is less of a mental health podcast and more of a reasons why we don't have friends and possibly why we have mental health issues in the first place. Damn it. It's all about what makes us, why we're so weird and crazy. Jeez, we're going to have to re-record this one. This is not, maybe, I don't think this is helping anyone. Hey, you guys, if this helps anybody, could you please just go to our Facebook page and make us feel better? It's fine. We don't need you. We have solitaire and word sites <laughs> and books. Suck it. Oh my God. We, when you say it, when you put it like that, it sounds, we do sound a little bit pathetic. And long walks by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I play with my dog. That's one. It's, uh, <laughs> it's oh, not a human. Yourself. It's all by my, but yeah. well, they, studies have shown that petting animals is actually does help to to drop True. stress levels and they have companion animals for people who suffer from anxiety or post-traumatic stress syndrome. So that yeah. could help. And if in bigger cities, you can often go to places where you can, uh, it's what are they called? Kitten coffee shops where you can go in and you can get a coffee or something and you can pet cats that are there. That's the whole purpose of them. That and sounds amazing. I love that yeah. idea. And even if you have in some of the smaller communities too, if you have a humane society or a, an animal shelter, sometimes you can go in and you can volunteer and you can walk the dogs or cuddle the cats too. So animals yeah. are, animals are awesome for that sort of stuff. And yeah, there are, there are literal studies that show that just by petting a dog or a cat, that lowers your resting heart rate, I think. I don't know. I might just be making up stuff. I'll try to put it in the blog if I remember it. So, um, oh, this is another one that I have recently found that is part of the cognitive behavioral therapy arm of the DBT, which I can't remember what it stands for. Uh, I'll try to get, I'll try to, it's like dialectal behavioral therapy or I don't know. We'll put that in the show notes, everybody. We'll put that in the show notes. Uh, but anyway, it is, um, if you have an emotion uh, that you're feeling, usually tends to be negative emotions. You could work with positive ones though as well. So you take the emotion, you kind of pull it out of the space where you see it occupying itself in your person and you take it and you look at it objectively. I know this sounds batshit crazy, but it's actually kind of fun because all of my negative emotions look like cartoon villains. It's awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like snidely whiplash with the curling yes. mustache. That's exactly. awesome. Exactly, yes. So you pull it out and you take a step back from it and you describe what your emotion looks like, what it sounds like, what it smells like. And you just kind of sit there and you stare at it and you watch its mannerisms, its movements or whatever it is. And then you just go, Okay. And then you allow it back into yourself. And so it's just a way of just kind of giving that emotion some shape and space and just a little bit of perspective on it that oddly enough, it does actually work. So interesting. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I was listening to a, it was a manifestation uh, talk show and there's a woman who's written a book and one of her exercises that she has people go through um through if, if they have a bad relationship with money or they're bad with money she says one of the things that you go through um one exercise that you can do is you give your money your money monster you you talk about what it looks like so you describe oh. it 
Yeah. And they and she says that most people who have a bad relationship with money, they have a money monster. So it is once they describe it, they they can see that all oh, this one it, it's you know big and burly and it doesn't it doesn't bathe and it's disgusting. It just basically what you described. Yeah. But people who have a good relationship with money when they try to describe their money, honey is what she called them. So <laughs> she's they're you know handsome and loving and all these things. So oh, so it's all the perspective that you take. Yeah, no, that's all the perspective that you take about this inanimate object and the value that you assign to it. That's fascinating, actually. I never even thought of that. I like it a lot. Did you hear oh, that, you guys? We're fascinating. Yeah. Tell your have, friends. Because we don't have any. We can't tell them. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think the to times. that point, to, um, similar to that with when it comes to emotions, sometimes if you have a really strong emotion, and it's just kind of weighing you down and pressing you down. And it's, you know, maybe it's, it's causing you to want to do something that you would like a self-soothing mechanism, either that is going and spending money, buying something to try to release that tension, eating something, drinking, whatever. If you can just name that emotion, if you just say it out loud, there is an, there's an incredible kind of power to that, that I have also found. It feels a little weird to talk to yourself and just say, I am feeling blank. And you don't have to just say why you're feeling that way. You just admit that that is the way that you're feeling. It's without judgment. It isn't a good or a bad thing. It's just that that's how you're feeling. And you have said it out loud. And I wouldn't say that it, I would not say that it necessarily makes you feel better, but it does take some of the power away from the the intensity of the feeling so you may not it may not solve it it may not make you feel any better but it may lessen the severity of the negative emotion that you're feeling so something to try good one good one hey i want to go back to walking because one of the ones that i've listed is hiking yeah nature and stuff man nature being out in nature going for a walk um is I found I find that helpful or sometimes if it's raining outside just sitting and staring at the thunderstorm you know with a nice hot cup of tea yeah will make me feel better but going definitely going out when the weather is is nice going out and enjoying nature smelling the pine needles or smelling the lilac when it's in bloom yeah I find that Definitely. Yep. I find that to be something that is soothing to me and helps me to distress. There's also something called grounding or earthing where they say it is good for you every once in a while. Actually, they say to do it daily is to go out in nature to a, the, the, the raw earth or bare earth or grass and stand barefoot there and just ground yourself and let the, yep. ma- the earth magnetic force flow through you. Um, so they whatever say that's good dibby, for you. Whatever dibby dibby <laughs> bullshit works, man. If you like it and it feels good, fucking do it. That's right. <laughs> and that's exactly what this show is about. It's about finding the things that help you to center yourself, find some peace and grace in a world that is oftentimes chaotic and seems unfair and wrong. Just find some of the things that are not negative ways to to soothe your emotions, like with overindulging in food, like sometimes I have I am I do, or same, drinking same. or drugs. And find things, find positive ways to soothe and um find some peace in your life. Yes, exactly. And then just connect with the emotions. So I th- we I think we get real scared when it comes to negative emotions of acknowledging that we have them. 
And that's ridiculous because we're human beings and you're always going to have negative emotions. And the more that you try to suppress them and the more that you try to uh, pretend them away or, or try to pour alcohol on top of them or stuff them with food, then the, the more power they have over you. And there's better ways to cope with that. And I don't think it's one of the things of being an adult that nobody teaches you. Nobody really teaches you how to handle emotions. You usually try to learn like well, from watching your parents who probably don't have good coping mechanisms themselves. And so that's how we all end up as deeply fucked up, broken people is because we just don't <laughs> learn these ways that we need to. We don't learn how to handle these emotions. We don't know what to do with them. And so we give them entirely too much power when they're just a feeling. Even even negative feelings like awkwardness when in social situations, like Brene Brown says, if you have a something where it's in, you know, you've confronted somebody or you've built this up or whatever. And usually it takes about eight seconds, calls it the eight seconds of suck where for eight seconds, it's going to be really uncomfortable. Yeah. It goes away. And that's what emotions do. They ebb and flow. You get, you, you think that these are going to last forever. You're always going to feel sad or depressed or angry. And that's not true. That isn't true. They, they're just, they're flowing through you just like happiness and, and joy and laughter. They just, they come and go. So don't let them have that much power over you, man. That's true. I like me some Brene Brown. She is truly wise. She is. She's a good little spiritual guru, I think. So I've got a couple more. I've got, uh, believe it or not, friendship. <laughs> you wouldn't know anything about this, but I have friends. Not Hillary is not in that group of friends. <laughs> you know, invisible and- <laughs> ones don't count, bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. Feisty. You are feisty. <laughs> That's why you are not my friend. And so a gathering with friends for a glass of wine and to just talk about your bad days or your good days and plan something just to smile and laugh together. That's a, that's a, a de-stressor right there. That, that makes me happy. Yeah. And just to remember those times or those group texts where <laughs> as I say that as my texts go off and I decide. <laughs> Those are fun too. Scrolling through all the faces and the memes and the, the expressions and who called who a biatch. Those are fun. Never. So, that never happens in our group text. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, <laughs> you are correct. Yes, I totally agree. Even though, um, even as introverts, you still need people and you need good people and you need people that have your back and that you can talk about the good and the bad. So that's a good tip, AJ. <laughs> Thank you, Hillary. I'm validating your feelings. Uh, I'm flipping you off. I can see that. (laughs) So speaking of people, uh, Mm -hmm. if you don't have people in your life, or as you said, good people, uh, one of the things that uh, to remember, if the feelings become overwhelming, you need to reach out perhaps to a professional. And there's lots of ways to do that uh, in person, or there's lots of virtual professionals that you can talk to someone that'll help you um, understand your feelings or just let you talk through your your feelings and work through it and maybe give you some good feedback so always reach out when you need help or when it becomes too overwhelming yeah you're not alone yeah no definitely not and that's definitely a problem with just society in general now like lots of people feel more lonely which is it seems counterintuitive with all of the ways that we have to connect, but uh, yeah, some people, they just don't reach out and they don't, um, they don't ask for help because they think that that's a sign of weakness, but we all need help. We all need stuff. We all need people outside of ourselves um, to be sounding boards or to validate us or to do all that stuff. So 
find that, that, you know, just start Googling, start with your, start with a circle. If you have Facebook or whatever, just find, find your, find your tribe of weirdos. <laughs> That's right. And okay. Maybe I should apologize. I'm sorry. I keep hanging up on you, Hillary. I uh, that would be adorable if I ever called you, but you know, I don't like <laughs> talking on the phone. So that's, that's right. Cool. It's the opposite. She will not take my calls. She is Ever. not my friend. She's so mean. Why would you call me? Text. Come on. Ugh, I'm just... reaching out. I am. I was totally reaching out. Also, I needed no, an answer not. quickly on something. And I also wanted to annoy you I, because uh, I yeah, know see, how much you hate phone calls. See, see, yeah, that's what it was. It was the last one. I know what that is. But that brought <laughs> me joy just because <laughs> I'll call you and then you don't answer. And then I get this. There's like this long. I can't hear it, but I can just feel you sighing and i can hear almost from across the distance your eyes rolling up into your head and then i'll call yep, you again and then i hear it it's like and then finally there's like a te all the three dots that say she's texting it's like is she gonna give me the f you meme or the now what do you want or really bitch <laughs> and then i giggle to myself i just pissed her off she's very frustrated right now that's a good mental health tip. Always find that one special person you want to annoy for the rest of your life. Could be a spouse, could be a friend of me, but find that person. That'll bring you a lot of joy, more than you would think. My hubbo is so glad that I have you in my life. <laughs> my husband would wish that he would say that, but I annoy both of you equally. So I got that going for me, which is great. At least you're consistent. I am. I am truly. Ew. All right. Do you, any other tips that you have, or is that sum up your mental health tips? Okay. Baking. Squirrel. Baking has been really popular lately, and I find baking to be very cathartic because you have to do all the math and you know figure out the the percentages and 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 try to make something good come out of these raw ingredients. So I find which is magical. Yeah, it is a little bit mm -hmm. of magic that you can make on your your own. Or for me, as I'm trying my twenty third in a row gluten-free biscuit recipe to try and make a damn going for you? biscuit that doesn't taste like a brick with salt on it. I mean, anyway, baking can be very relaxing. <laughs> yeah, it sure sounds that way. We Yeah, so I'm sorry I interrupted. <laughs> we were wrapping it up. But so those are some tips that for things that can help boost your mental health or help you to relieve stress. Yes, exactly. So yeah, walking and doing some journaling, um, hanging out with some, some good people, making sure that you're laughing a lot, doing the, the cat videos and the dog videos, being out in nature, um, all those things. Those are all good ways that we found in personal experiences um, that help that help with when the world is, is kind of just crazy spinning. And that's just what the world does. The world is nuts and, you know, nobody ever promised you a rose garden or <laughs> Please whatever that's stop. lyric is. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so yeah, so that you've got to find ways that, that you, that'll help you cope and, and so you're not taking it out on <laughs> taking it out on your friends and family <laughs> or your kids or whatever, making another generation of broken weirdos. Um, so yeah, to that point, let us know what your tips are. So uh, leave us a comment on the blog or on Facebook. Um, tell us what you have found that has been super helpful for you and your mental space and your headspace. And uh, yeah, let us... Let us, let us, we'll talk about it together. Yeah. Oh, and if you want to join us on the bikes and beers social distancing ride this yes. year, make sure to go out to the link that is on Facebook. And our team name is 
M-A-T-M-I-P. And the password. That's short. <laughs> and the oh, password. That's short for feed me and tell me I'm right. <laughs> that's a, so that's our, our team name. And the password is feed me. All smalls. Feed me. Thanks, everybody. Okay, cool. See you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at F-M-A-T-M-I-P. Say it with me. F-M-A-T-M-I-P. Subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening.